This is Noreen Frederick, host of the Faith and Business Podcast. Today, I have the honor of speaking to an awesome guy. Josh Boyer, owner of Cornerstone Entertainment, joins us today. He's going to share his story of how God called him to step out in faith to start his business. Josh also gives us his views on what it means to truly be a Christian in the business world. Welcome to Faith and Business with Noreen, talking all things faith and business and bringing them together. Here's your host, Noreen Friedrich. Josh Boyer in the house. Oh, I'm here. What's yes. up, Josh? I'm excited to be here. Thanks for having me today. Yeah, I'm excited to have you. I've been super excited about this. So you have a so many awesome stories, but especially your business. So excited to dive into, you know, what you have going on, how it got started. But before we do that, so Josh Boyer, Cornerstone Entertainment. Yes. Uh, you are a music man. That's <laughs> kind of how I know you. You, you right. like music. Uh, yep. You're a family man. You're kind of yep. a little bit of a jack of all trades. So tell us uh, tell us a little bit about who Josh is. Yeah. Uh, well, it's uh, first off, I'm just thankful for you having the opportunity to come on today. I feel like this music side of me is not a side I, I get to talk about a super lot. A lot of people... Uh, know me from that, but there's a lot of people that don't. So excited about how that all got started because it is a cool, a cool story that that people I think can connect with. So, um, Josh, uh, man, uh, what to say about me? I'm from Waterloo, uh, born and raised here uh, in in this area. I, I moved away to Madison County. I lived in Collinsville for a few years, uh, but yeah, I kind of kind of came back. My whole life, I grew up in this area, thinking. I can't wait to get out of here because <laughs> sounds like a familiar story for a lot of people. <laughs> Man, I was, but you know what? It turns out you have some kids. It's a pretty great place to live, yeah. and so I'm I'm happy to be back here. I've I lived in Columbia for a lot of years, and now I'm in Waterloo. But um, yeah, I, I I love this area. It's a great place. Awesome, good, good. So, uh, kind of give us some backstory on just a little bit of who you are, and then what led you know not getting quite into the story yet, but like how. Oh, how did that start? How did this journey start for you to get you to where you are now? Yeah, so um, well, most people know me from uh, from the church that I, that I'm a part of. I'm one of the pastors at Hope Christian Church, and so that was a big part of my story. In that before I was a because actually a lot of a lot of people may not know, but I I didn't grow up in church, so I think that's uh, kind of a different thing where. Uh, some people that that is their story. They've known about God their whole lives, but for me, I, I I really I knew of God, but I didn't have a relationship with Him, and it wasn't a situation where I I I wasn't really looking. I just I, I didn't even know what was missing, kind of thing. Uh, I, I remember when I would go to church, I would I would hear these messages as a kid, and and they would kind of relate with me. I would I would I would I remember thinking like, man, God's real. But when I got into high school and all those, you know, a little bit older, those things just kind of faded away. And um, so I, it was really in my 20s when I finally actually started getting back into things. And, you know, I didn't want to make a, a salvation uh, story necessarily, but I mean, that's really what happened. I, I came to the Lord when I was in my 20s. I was like 23 years old. And, you know, I, had, I was working for a DJ company at the time. And so I was actually on my way to DJ like this event at a bowling alley and uh it was like a karaoke thing and so i was on my way and for whatever reason uh, i don't know that's I, a midwest thing by the way <laughs> bowling alley music <laughs> for, the, for, anybody that's, like, for anybody that's listening who's like what in the world no, yeah <laughs> that's funny that totally is a midwest thing right after i pushed over a cow i went to the bowling alley right <clears throat> but I, I was on my way there and um once like once i got to the like on my for whatever reason in the car I just cried out to God and I was like God I uh 
and I need you. And uh, it, it was this wild thing. I, I for the first time I really heard like um, I'm not the I don't think it was an audible voice. It was weird. I can't even explain it. But I just felt like and you've tried everything else. You've not tried me. And so. Yeah, I, I was, and, and the idea that God wanted to forgive me. So I remember I got to this, so I kind of wrestled with that, and, and I was, like, blown away by the fact that God would want, because I started thinking of all the things I've ever done, and but God wanted to forgive me. So anyways, I, I, I get to the— And this was on your way yes, to an event that you were going to be And I was, my anxiety was through the roof. I had things going on in my life. My, I had, my parents had uh, gotten a divorce, and— uh, I'd gotten stabbed in, in Cahokia. Oh, my um, gosh. I did not know that story, but that'll be a another story <laughs> another for another day. Yeah. Oh, my God. Okay. Yeah. yeah you had uh, some things going on. There wow. was a lot going on. There's uh, my this girl that I thought I, you know, loved. And, you know, when, when I, I always pictured my future with she had gotten killed in this car accident. Um, just one thing after another. And I, I felt anxiety, you know, just I started having panic attacks. And just one day and it was, I was, it was crazy. And so I, I used to, like, you know, hate this anxiety, but I realize now God was using that to, cause nothing else, um, would, would get through to me because I was somebody that knew ev- that like, you know, I knew everything and I wouldn't listen to anybody. So, uh, but I, I didn't have anybody I could go to. I was at the bottom and this anxiety forced me to go to God. Cause I was like, God, I, you gotta have the, I, I, so I'm talking to him again, you know? Yeah. And so, uh, anyways, I get to the, to the bar, slash bowling alley that I'm playing at and I was I remember I ordered a beer and I was like what just happened like that was the weirdest car ride here I gotta find out what it means and there's some, there's some other stuff that happens but anyways long story short was uh that's when um things started to change for me so I became a Christian and I owned this this DJ company uh, I'm sorry I didn't own that I was, I was working for this DJ company and I, it, it didn't take very long before I started finding out that, like, the environments that I was going into, um, the places where I was uh, were playing at were, like, just places I didn't want to be a part of. And I was, I, I was just feeling really convicted about some of the things, like the music that was playing. And, you know, and I'm not, like, a fuddy-duddy. You know, sometimes when somebody's, like, a pastor or a Christian or something, the people will say, oh, you know, they'll, they'll say a, a bad word in front of you or, you know, a cuss yeah. word, and they'll say, oh, I'm sorry for saying that. Yeah. I'm like, I'm not the word police. Right. But, <laughs> but like, uh, you know, I, I, I didn't want to be, like, it was just something about being in that environment and, and being, like, I don't know, just playing some of those songs that were just so degrading about people that I knew that God made in their image, in his image, and and here I'm, you know, playing this music that's just degrading of women and just people in general, and so... Um, uh, yeah, without trying to sound holier than now, I just didn't feel comfortable in that environment. And so I started really wrestling with that. And that was, that was a big part of my uh, journey towards start my own, my own company. Wow. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, I think it's, um, definitely a common misperception that if you're a Christian or you don't drink or you, you know, you're, you're not fun. Like you don't know how to have fun. You can't be funny. You don't know how to, like, you know, and some of the funniest and most fun people that I know to be around are Christians who yes. may or may not drink and yes. they're, you know, and, and they know how to have fun without it and they're real, but it is funny how then you get in this environment where other people, it's almost like a, like a mask, yeah. you know, like, Oh, well I gotta, I, and I mean, I, I've been there, you know, yeah. I've been, I've been that person not to go on a tangent. I've been that person that was like, Oh, I got to really watch what I do and say in front of my pastor or in front of, you know, like yeah. so-and-so oh, they're, you know, I know that they're, they're a Christian or they're saved and, you yeah. know, when I wasn't. And so it, it's funny that, and I'm glad that you brought that up because 
people need to know like it's okay to be you you yeah. be you you have your story don't Absolutely. change who you are just no we right. we don't like even even those that know Jesus like we don't want that Jesus right. put himself in front of those people yeah and so you know obviously God was I feel like and I, and I don't want to speak for you and your story but I feel like that was the beginning of God putting you in front of other people that maybe didn't know him um, as yeah. you know, as you're changing, as he's working in you, and yeah. you're, and you're finding this, right? Um, he's also probably going like, "Hey, but I got to open up your eyes mm-hmm. by putting you in front of other people who don't know me, yeah." And then you be the change, and that's, you be the. the that's difference. a really great point because it, it's you know when somebody becomes a Christian, it's it's not an over. I mean, some things are overnight, like for me, but there's a lot of things that he's still working out in me, you know? And, and so like, so a lot of that change that happens inside is a process over time. So for even me, like DJing, I wasn't like right away where I felt like, you know, uncomfortable, but over time and some of the places, some of the, I remember this one particular, I wasn't going to share the story, but here I am. Can't stop. Ah, uh, now so. you can't. We got to hear it now. <laughs> I was at this, this club and uh, I was DJing for um, like a event where it was, a, it was a boxing thing. And so like the ring girls were actually um, strippers at different uh, places. And part of my job was to tell people to go visit them. And, mm. you know, and I was like, man, I just cannot. And I felt like I was violated. That was really one of the final straws that broke. And man, those girls need Jesus. And, you know, absolutely. But um, did you, I mean, when, so when that happened, like, did you, was that a, was that an event that you chose to do or was that no, kind of an see, event? I was that, working like, for you, okay. a company. And so he was, yeah, I was, I was, being placed in these different places, I was, I'd be at this party, and you know, and it'd be like two o'clock in the morning, and they want to just hear some just the worst, you know, two life crew songs you can imagine. <laughs> um, like, there's any good ones, right? Right. Um, right. <laughs> but like that kind of thing was just. I was like, man, this is not. I can't do this, you know. And um, God doesn't want. I just. I felt like God didn't want me to do this, and I'm learning what it means to trust God, and like I'm learning. What it, what it means to even hear from God and respond in obedience. Because yeah. you don't really, nobody ever tells you how that works. And especially if you're not really growing up in church, you're just, you know, like kind of like, okay, God, what do I, like, what does this mean? Because I did, I, I remember even saying on that way in that car ride, I was like, or actually at the bar, I remember thinking like, okay, I don't even know what it means to follow God, mm-hmm. but I'm going to find out. And mm-hmm. so I'm still finding out, but. Yeah. That's um, a journey. Yeah. I mean, we never arrive. For sure. That's, that's awesome. I That's, that's really awesome that, I mean, that you that you shared that, that it wasn't like, I mean, it kind of was a hit, you know, type of thing to you, like in that one moment, which happens to a lot of people, but a lot of people, it doesn't, it's just, it, it's a slower, you know, journey and it's still a journey, you know, it was that, okay, you felt him. Now you're like, what was that? Oh, okay. That may have been the Holy spirit, but now what do I do with that? What does that mean? Um, and then that's the, the learning part, you know, just like you said of learning how to obey, how to trust, how to like, is it you that I'm hearing? Is it not, is it me? Is it, so I think it's so important that you shared that part that even though it hit you pretty hard in that moment in the car and you can remember that one specific moment, that was just the beginning yeah. of what was about to happen. So so here you are, you're in this situation, you're working for this company, you're kind of at your last straw, you're realizing God's really working in you. So what happens? What what happens next? What's I think I think for me, um, after after I'd had a few different situations where I was really there was there's another one I won't I won't speak about, but I was just like, I was like, okay, this, that's it. I got to get out of this place. Uh, Cause I liked the, 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 in, like, I, I enjoy music. You know, I, I like bringing, um, like, it's a skill to, to, you know, it's not just press and play. It's like, it's being able to read people. I always tell people, you know, when you're DJing, you're looking at people's feet, you know, when they're din- having dinner and you're kind of reading the crowd and, and just, there's a lot of like little nuanced things like that. 
that are involved in just making sure that you're playing music that that's upbeat that everybody enjoys and has fun and you're bringing joy to the environment so i was and i was pretty good at that i got to the point where again where i, I wasn't comfortable in those places so i i this was kind of wild I, I actually prayed about it and i said okay god I just need to, I, I, I want to start my own thing, but I don't have enough money to do this and, and whatever. And it was never like a full-time thing for me. It was, I mean, I don't, you know, I wasn't ever aspiring to own my own like company. That's going to just be my, my, it's always been a side hustle kind yeah. of thing for me. Um, but I, I, I enjoyed it enough that I wanted to continue to do it. And so I remember praying God, okay, like help me give the, the courage to have a conversation with my boss. And so that's what I did. I, I took him out to dinner and, um, and I was like, man, I, I, I was his number one employee from like, I was his employee of the year kind of thing. I had a little, a little award that I had won. So it was a kind of, it was a hard yeah. conversation, yeah. but I was like, man, I'm, I was like, I, I've, I've become a Christian. I've told you this. You've seen that. I mean, here's my situation. I think I'm going to actually take a step back from, from working with you. And I wanted to take you out to tell you face to face and, um, and I think I want to start focusing on starting my own DJ thing up. I don't even know what that really even looks like, but I don't think we're going to be competing because I'm going to be like uh, working for a different, I mean, I know that people want clean DJs and are looking for Christian DJs. And by the way, that's my thing. Like I'm a clean DJ and that's really hard to find apparently. Yeah. So, um, but like, I, which is crazy. You know I mean? like, it crazy. is. There's I mean, a whole market. Parties and you know and, and weddings and whatnot. My kids are there. You right. know what I mean? Exactly. Not always. I mean, some are. But yeah. it, it's crazy that it's difficult to find. So it's. Yeah. I, I love yep. that you. That this. You know, I love yeah. your story. So yeah. So I, I told him I was like, hey, I, you know, I, I not that I'm only going to do Christian weddings or Christian events, but I feel like like this is going to be a, a different market than that you're in, and so I don't feel like we're going to have. It. And he was very supportive. He was glad that I, you know he'd never had anybody like do that, take him out. And usually people just quit or walk off. And so, uh, he respected that yeah. and we still have a good friendship, you know, today because of that and, and help each other out with different things um, from time to time. But, uh, here's what's wild. When I, when I quit after I told him, I was like, Hey, I'm not going to do this anymore. I want to start my own thing. It was the next, the very next day I got a phone call from this guy that, that said, Hey, I've got some DJ equipment for sale. Do you know anybody would want it? And I was like, are you serious? What? I was like, I'm, I'm looking to start. Like, I just had this conversation. It was like, God was just saying, that's what I'm waiting for. You, you know? I mean, did he know? He had he no had, idea. He had no idea. He had no idea. How did yeah. he, how did you guys, did he even know you? Like, he went to, he went to church with okay. me, but and and happened to have this stuff. Wow. He knew that I DJed. And so he just was like curious because he had this equipment for sale. And I was like, well, can I work it off? You know, can I like, can I make some payments on it? And he's like, sure. So he, I, I used it to DJ like two weddings, two or three weddings and had it all paid off. And wow. that was my first system. And that's how I got started. And my, the guy who I was working for, uh, he let me like use some of his contracts and, you know, get the paperwork in order and then file the right stuff with, with taxes and all that. But, um, yeah, super, wow. super cool. But I really feel like that was just confirmation from God, just saying, Hey, take a step of faith, do it. You know, you honor me with what, so now, so that's my, so this, so my whole business was, is Cornerstone Entertainment, and it's built. It's it's based off of, of Ephesians, where it talks about Jesus being the, the the cornerstone, the stone which the builders reject has now become the cornerstone, and that's the most important stone. You know, yep. you build on that, and like 
back in that society, if, if the cornerstone was, was, was wrong or, you know, if you could take that cornerstone out and the whole thing would fall apart. And so it's, that's what I want my business based on. I was like, man, I want to, I want to treat people with integrity, with respect and make them feel loved and, but, and make them ha- and let them have fun yeah. in a clean way, like a clean environment. And so, um, I tell you, it's, it's been a lot of fun DJing, um, different places. You said something earlier that made me think about this. You said that, um, that, you know, people can have, uh, like the fun that they can have when they're, um, when they're clean and like, you know, like you said, whether they're drinking or not, but the Christian weddings, this is something that I just think is, I was, I can't wait to share this with people because, uh, people, I I see this all the time because, you know, I am, I'm a DJ. So, but when I do a Christian wedding, cause not everybody wants a, most people are Christian weddings. They want to hire a Christian DJ, but some people just, they think I'm good and they've heard or they saw me at a wedding or whatever. So they've hired me for, so they're not necessarily a Christian wedding, but man, can I tell a difference when I'm doing, yeah. they are the most fun and the driest weddings. And it doesn't matter if there's alcohol or not yeah. the Christian weddings. God, it's like, it's just has like the seal of God's approval on it. And it's the most joyous, most fun. And I'm like, man, I wish everybody, you know, I see this every weekend cause I'm always DJing and stuff, but um, that is for sure what, and I think God's, you know, it's just a, it's just a testimony of his, uh, his plan for marriage. Yeah, so, yeah. yeah, for sure. No, I mean, that's, I, I, I know exactly what you mean. It's, it's a difference and it's not, you know, sure. it's not good, bad, um, you know, it's just there, there's a difference. It is, it does feel like you just like God's seal of approval over, over yeah. that. And like how cool that you get to, you know, be a part of that. Like that's a part of these, you know, this, the new couple's day, you yes. know, the, the start of their journey and you get to. Bring, I mean, because music, it's biblical. You know, we're supposed to dance. We're supposed yeah. to sing. We're supposed to have fun. And that is such an important part. I mean, every wedding has yeah. music. So yeah. how cool that, you know, you get to do this and that God's used you right. to say, hey, you know, be set apart. You can yeah. still have this. You can still do this, but it doesn't have to be yeah. unclean. I've, I've done some school dances. Um, probably my least favorite thing to do <laughs> but um i've i've done some school dances and you know i did a prom one time and I, and I, everybody danced all night long and i was like you guys like you don't even realize that you, you didn't hear one slander you know you didn't hear one negative like thing because i still have i think this is really important people know because i still have um the the popular tunes that people that people want but i just have clean versions of them They've either been edited or there's sometimes they're replaced with other words. I've got this one song that you just couldn't clean up, but it's got, it's got the whole, the guy taken out of it and it's been replaced with this Lecrae. Um, and nobody notices ever, but it's just phenomenal. It's just a great, it's a great dance song. Um, which is, that's, I mean, that's, that's another like awesome thing to me because they don't know. They, you know, so many, like you said, they don't know, but it's still like God working yeah even though they may not know it and that's you bringing god into it you know and and bringing him into that atmosphere i mean he's coming along with you he's walking alongside you as you're as you're doing this stuff so whether these kids know or not they're being surrounded you know by god and by the holy spirit without even realizing it and you know i just think that that's it's so amazing that you can you know that you can bring that factor into it and i mean it just kind of just goes to show like why do we have that? They don't need that. Nobody needs that. You nobody, know I mean? they don't. They want it. Some people want it, you know, but nobody really needs 
that. Well, and that's why, I, like, one of the things I did early on is like, okay, in my contract work, and it says on my website pretty clearly, but if you know, on my and my contract stuff, it's like, okay, when you're you're hiring a clean Christian DJ, you know, I'm not going to play Christian songs unless um, unless you want Christian songs, I can do that, you know. But most people, most of the time, those aren't great dance songs, so I don't play a lot of those. Maybe at dinner time or whatever, while people are eating, um, if they want that, but. Um, it's, it's, it's really just, I, my whole thing is like, I'm, I'm just gonna, I want to honor God with everything that I do. And if you want to be a part of that, you know, if, if you want to honor God with your day, uh, I would love to, you know, be a part of it and, and make, yeah. make it a great day where you have a lot of fun. So That's, when you, when you meet people, like when you, you know, somebody, somebody who's non-Christian, you know, they, they saw you at a, at a wedding or at a party and they're like, oh, okay, you know, we loved you. We want, we want to have you. Yeah. Do you think at that point they already know that, I mean, that you're clean? They, are they sometimes. aware or sometimes, or, or, I mean, have you ever had a situation? I mean, hopefully not. Hopefully the answer is no, but have you ever had a situation where, you know, that you sit down, you have that first meeting yes. with them and you tell them like, Hey, I'm letting you know I'm yes. a clean DJ. Yes. And they're like, eh, or yes. yeah, absolutely. Okay. I've, okay. I've had that conversation. They're like, I'm like, you know, I'm, I'm probably not going to be the DJ you're looking for. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and here's why, you know, and I don't, I don't mean it to shame him. I, I'm always afraid that I'm going to, you're going to come off. I hate that, but it's whenever you're stand like, you know, to your convictions, you have, you risk coming off as holier than thou. Sure. And like, man, I am not like, I'm one beggar trying to show another beggar where I found some bread. I think it was Augustine or somebody had said that originally, but, um, man, that's, that, I, that's, that's what I want to show. So I'm not. I'm just trying to, again, I'm trying in my own personal yeah. faith, honor God. And ha this business is part of, of, of who I am. It's, it's, it's given to him. Like he gave it to me. So I'm giving it back in this way. Yeah. So I think that's so a good. really important thing for, for business owners, whatever we do, whatever your job is, whatever your occupation, um, you're first a Christian, you know, it's not, and I almost hate that I'm a pastor because people are like, oh, well, I expect that from Pastor Josh. But before, way before I was Pastor Josh, I was just Josh. And yeah. but I was a Christian, and that changed everything about me. And so our, I think we, we, that that's really important for no matter what we do, you know, whether you're selling real estate or or, or you're uh, working at the water plant or whatever, you're you are a believer in Jesus first and foremost, and you how you conduct yourself and the way that you. Um, you know, the way you work, your work ethic, the way you um, respect people, treat people, love on people, um, all those things really are like how you reflect your ownership or God's ownership of you. Yeah. So, yeah. It's so good. Yeah. It's, it's so good. I mean, and, and it is. I, I think ev everyone is a, is a, you know, that's pretty specific. It's a broad, you know, everyone. But I, a lot of people, most people, I think, if we're being honest, struggle with that on a daily basis as a Christian of how can I be true to who I am yeah. and to who I want, who I want to be, who God's calling me to be without coming across as I'm better than you. Yeah. And, you know, and I, and I, and I do, I think, you know, I was, I was not saved at one point. I was not Christian at one right. point and I will be the first to say, yeah, that's how I felt sometimes, but it wasn't that person making me feel that way. It was yeah. my own conviction. Yeah. Um, but it was a, oh, you're so much better than me. Oh, your life's perfect. Oh, everything just is so great for you because right. you're always happy and joyful. And, you know, and it's like, I don't understand why your life's so great and mine never seems to go right, which is not true. You know sure. what I mean? But like, it, it's just the difference between having Jesus and having that joy and not. And so I do, I think it's, I think it's very difficult. So um, like what, how do you, what would you say to somebody who struggles with that in business? I mean, you kind of said it, like be, be true to that, right? I mean. Yeah. I mean, I, I think every time you take a step of faith, okay, God, I, I want to do, 
always ask what's the right thing to do and then do that. And then I think the thing that if you take a step of, if it's a difficult thing, but I'm going to, but I know it's what God wants me to do. It might be difficult for you at first, but God always rewards faith and, and how that looks might be, you know, in, in your business life, or it might just be peace, you know, yeah. and you have like uh contentment knowing that you're right with God and you did the right thing. And, and, but, but God always like, it's an act of faith every time. And he says, like he loves faith, like faith, faith just shows that we trust God. You know, that's, that's a really basic definition of faith, but man, it's a, it's a good one. It's like, okay, I think God, all, all he wants us to do at the end of the day is just to trust him with every area of our lives. So if we can take our business, which is a big area of our life and say, okay, God, uh, I'm going to trust you with this and the chips are going to fall where they fall, but I'm putting all my eggs in your basket. So, you know, I'm trying to, how many cliches can I use? But if I jump off the cliff, you're going to catch me. Like, you know what I mean? Like, but I'm, right. I'm totally, uh, it, I'm trusting him. And when we do that, he loves that. And he will catch you every single time. None of those eggs will break and he'll pick up all the pieces. So, yeah. Yeah. No, you had, I mean, you said something so, so great there, you know, that just trusting in him and bus- business is a big part of who we are. I mean, it, it is. is. I yeah. mean, yes, we're Christians. You know, that's who we are first and foremost. I'm still Noreen. You're still Josh. You're yeah. not, you're not, necessarily always pastor josh you're not always right. dj josh you're josh you're, yeah. you're josh and who god there's not a lot of dj pastor josh i mean there's <laughs> just gotta be a small i can marry you and then dj your wedding so that, does that that is perfect that's and happened you know a couple of times i was gonna say i i, I know one in particular that uh, <laughs> that's right <laughs> that that's i was right. at yeah um that's no funny. but it's it's true and i think that there's that line and you and i briefly talked about this you know before we started was so many people feel like there has to be this line between your business yeah. and your faith. And it's like, well, wait a minute. No, no, no. If that's who you are, right. if you are truly in Christ, then shouldn't that be who yeah. you are in your business? I mean, then it's almost you're, you're two different people, you're two different things. And and so like what would you say to people who struggle with, well, I don't think that I should do that because what if I lose clients or what if I I mean, you you said that it's happened for you, you know, where you yeah. you had to say like, hey, this isn't a match. What would you say to people that that struggle with that? that um balance? I think like if 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 you're struggling with well, say, ask it again. How'd you ask, so you ask just, that? I mean, how, uh, what would you say to people that are struggling with, hey, I, I'm, I'm in this business or I do this every day. I'm a Christian, but I don't feel like I should tie the two together. Yeah, or, I, I, I think it's. Or fear that I should tie the two together. You know, they, they want to, but they're not sure. Well, what would you say? I mean, what kind of advice would you give to them on? I would, I would say like, you know, you're all at the end of the day, you, you're, you have a boss and you're. Jesus is your boss. And so you really work for him, whether you're, you know, we take a lot of pride in the things that we own and our businesses and things, but um, those are things he's given us to steward. And so our money belongs to him. Our stuff is his. And we want to, we want to honor him first and foremost. So I, I, I would say, man, like, don't be scared of losing people because you're afraid of them finding out about your commitment to Jesus. Cause if, if you're worried about that, then, you know, you're probably not representing him, you know, very well. And you're a follower first before you're ever a, a, a business owner or, or a leader. You know, you can't be a leader of anyone until you're a follower of him. That's so good. So I, I think when you're in the business world, the sooner you can let that out there and let people know, you don't have to be, you know, again, pious about it or shove it down people's throats. Um, but they should know where you stand and you should be a person of integrity and your work ethic, man, that's the big thing. Like you have to back that up. The stuff that you, 
you have to show up on time. You have to like do the job right. You have to, you know, make it better. You can't be the one that's negative and all those things, you know, you've got to be, you've got to represent that aspect too. how you do your job. You know, the, is the client satisfied with whatever service you're providing? You're going to make it so good though. They're going to be like, oh, man, I, I, I don't agree with everything that they say or do, but man, do they do a good job at what they do. They do such a good job. I want to hire them back. Yeah. You know, that's a way to yeah. represent your king. Yeah. So good. Oh, that's so good. Yeah. So do you have a, uh, you, I mean, you've shared just throughout a little bit here and there, but do you have a go-to scripture? Like, do you have a, I mean, or several that, you know, you're like, this is, you know, this is what I go to when I'm struggling or this is what I go to, you know, just on a daily basis. Man, I, um, I, I'll tell you, oh, I've, there's, I've got two that I think of that come to mind, but I, I had I had one before. I'll, this one's always going to be there. I feel like this is like a life verse. It's Galatians two twenty. It says, "I have been crucified with Christ, and it's no longer I who live, but Christ lives in me. And the life which I now live in the flesh, I live by faith in the Son of God who loved me and gave Himself for me." I think that's such an all, and that applies to like everything you're doing, right? I mean, I'm in the flesh, as in is the things I do. I, I've I, I've been crucified. So, I heard somebody say one time, like it, you know, there's on in our in our lives and our hearts, there's there's a throne and a cross. And if Jesus is is on the throne, then we're on the cross. Mm-hmm. But if we're on the on the throne, then Jesus is on the cross. And so, I want to be crucified with Him, so that I'm dead, you know, and and, and everything I do then is is Him on the throne. So That's that was so that would be my my life verse that I think is is applicable for this and anything. But uh, my verse I, when my daughter Lydia, like my daughter, if you don't, my my daughter Lydia, when she was five years old, got uh, she had uh, contracted brain cancer, and um, that would spend a whole a whole thing, another big part of my story. You know, if, uh, try to figure out how to. I had to cancel my whole a whole year's worth of of. I mean, I had a, my biggest year of DJing was I had to cancel the entire year and. Uh, and then kind of start building back up. And so in the DJ world, you get a lot of your business from DJing. So people like you while they're at the wedding. Like, oh, yeah, my aunt's getting married. You know, so if you if you just cancel a whole year, it can be pretty detrimental. I get a lot of repeat business, too. A lot of school dances. Um, but, you know, the, initially, it's, it's very difficult if you take that much time off. So kind of building that back up. But when my daughter went through so much, um, some new verses came to mind. And... Uh, uh, the one that I've been really, that it's been sticking with me lately is be still and know that I am God. It's Psalm 4610. And um, I, I like it because it's a better translation than be still is actually uh, cease striving. Because It's not so much about the peace and quiet and know that I'm God. It's it's quit fighting and know that I'm God. And sometimes in life, like we we just have to, things that happen to us, we just have to accept that God is, is in control of things and that um, if he brought us to it, we have to trust him that he will truly bring us through it. And and so it's quit fighting against that and trying to be your own God. You know, it, we, that's constantly what we have to fight. And I, I found that with my daughter when she was sick. I was like, I gotta, I have to save her, you yeah. know? And the, it was ironic, but it's such a God thing. When It was the moment we said, okay, God, we surrender. We give up. We're not gonna, we accept it. She's gone, and we uh, we accept that. And God, we're still going to stay with you. We're going to praise you no matter what. But we accepted it, and it was that moment where it, that we found out she was cancer free. It was crazy. Uh, like it was at the uh, MRI. It was that day. We knew it was going to be the bad one, and like because she has just gotten worse and worse. And we totally knew it. And the doctor told us that she was like, she's like she's markedly improved. And 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 honestly, she's been we. She was, he said the cancer was gone from her brain. There was just a spot left on her spine. 
um, after this, after they've told us that it was incurable, you know, they told us that when she had this relapse, that it was not going to be able to be treated and that we had to make some memories. And so, uh, I was fighting against that big time, but God, you know, again, once, once we surrendered and quit fighting as when like we accepted that, okay, God, that's all of a sudden he healed her, which is crazy. And so to this day, she's, I mean, she has challenges for sure, but she's alive and God's shown himself faithful and, you know, he gives us these little building blocks over time to that teach us how to, I feel like it prepares us for the next battle, you know, and, yeah. but really he's just teaching us to trust him a little more and then a little more and a little more. And so, um, so that's, that's the one I'm kind of going with now. Whenever I have a new situation arise or I'm like, I'm frustrated at work, you know, or I have a situation where I'm, you know, if I'm, I'm having a difficult person, I call them EGRs, you know, you have a little extra grace required person. <laughs> uh, <laughs> you've got, Oh, I'm going to start using that one. Josh. That's good. <laughs> yeah. I didn't make it up, but, um, Man, like you, when you have those kind of people, you just remember that, like, again, God is, he's in control. You don't have to fight against everything. If he's let them to you, maybe he's got a purpose for that. You know, Joseph didn't think things were going right. He was in prison. and But then he realized what the enemy meant for, for harm, God was using for good. So yeah. that's, that's, I like that's that. where that's Psalm. Cease striving. Yeah, you know, you hear, you, I feel like everybody knows, you know, be still. Yeah. Be still and know. I mean, I have it hanging up in, in my house. Be yeah. still and know. Yeah. But to, to, to turn it, and to cease striving because that's really yeah, what it is. It it's, is. Yep. It, it's the same thing. It's just, yeah. it's a different perspective of, yep. you know, being still, you can say, okay, well, I am being still and I'm not hearing anything and right. I'm not, you know, <laughs> yeah, I'm, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm still, I'm still still God. Yes. Um, but to go to really truly understand what that means to stop trying to control it, Yeah. to stop trying to, to fight that urge to go, I, I, I can fix it or I know better. Even if I think mentally, a lot of times we don't think that that's what we're doing. We yeah. think that we're giving it to God, but we're not truly surrendering it to him. It's it's because we want to be God. And yeah. turns out we're the terrible gods. <laughs> <laughs> we are. And and honestly, like that's why, yep. that's why we should seek his wisdom in our businesses and our, like, well, that's why we should, we should go to him for everything because we want that control. We think we know better. Yeah. And so like, you know, sometimes he has to remind you that, no, you're just in this, you're along for the ride. Yeah. And <laughs> you know? I just, I just want to point out, I mean, so you said, you know, you went through this year where you had to cancel, you know, yeah. you canceled everything. Whole I mean, you were going to be there, you're, you know. You're, and then you're COVID happened not, okay. not that long after. <laughs> oh, that was pretty God. difficult. Oh, I actually man. did a Zoom DJ gig. That was the weirdest thing I've ever done. I, interesting. Yes. That is interesting. So, I mean, was there a point at that time that you're like, uh, God. Is this done? Yeah. What's, uh, okay. Was that it? Was like, was that yeah. all I was meant to do? And then, right. um, but obviously no. Yeah. Because here you are, successful, still going, still yeah. still thriving. Yep. Um, yeah, I mean, and it's just, that's just God, right? That's I, just how he... The, I always look at like, okay, there's always going to be a market for people that, 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 you know, whether they're Christians or they just want a clean wedding or whatever, but you've got Christian schools. I, I, was, I was DJing for um, prom last weekend and um, it was a Maryville Christian school. And I was like, how'd you guys find out about me? And it's a friend of a friend kind of thing. And I was like, oh, okay. And they said, we've had such a hard time. So when she called me, uh, first she pressed, she, let me preface it with this. She called me and she says, hey, we're looking for a DJ for a prom. And I immediately was like, look, I'm probably not your guy. <laughs> because, <laughs> and I love teenagers. I was a youth pastor for five years. But um, I know when, when, you're, when you're the DJ at a, at a, at a school prom, like it's, it's very difficult because they really want to, like, it's just... Have you been to a prom in a while? Like, have you been as a as a? Hey, we're not gonna go there. 
<laughs> Wait a minute, Josh. I've no, seen we're some not, things, we're though. Not going I remember there. like chaperoning, and I was like, what yes, is it was going two years on? Ago that I was at so gross. Yeah. Getting so, down. And, yeah. yeah. <laughs> like the whole time was like, what is even happening? Where's the chaperones at? Right. So, and I was one of them. I was like, I got to, we got to do something about this. <laughs> leave one Bible length between each other. Leave room for the Holy Spirit. Um, I love it. But, uh, <laughs> But no, so um, I was like, I'm probably not your guy because I, I didn't, you know, I'm, I'm gonna have a bunch of angry teenagers want me to play some nasty stuff all night. But, she, but she's like, no, that's. She's like, we're already on the same page. So this is we're Maryville Christian School, it's a private school, and we we can't find a DJ that's clean, and we want that stuff. And so um, I was like, oh, well, maybe I am your guy. Yeah. So I I went there and I DJed it, and it went great, and the kids were awesome, and it was a fun night. Everybody danced all night long. And then they they booked me for their next prom next year awesome. already, and then they, they called me and asked me for their do their homecoming in September. So oh my gosh, I love excited it. About so how, that. how far? I mean, so we're obviously specific to this area, you know, the kind of southern yeah. Illinois area. But how kind Good of for, for our listeners? How what's what's the radius? So if people yeah. are listening, they're like, oh my gosh, this is awesome. It's right up my alley. Like, what's your span? Yeah, I usually so uh, the farthest I've I've I go is about well, I've I mean. Everything's negotiable, I guess, as far as where, <laughs> how far you'll go. But I typically stay in the St. Louis area, um, St. Louis metro area. Okay. Um, Belfalto and in the Illinois side is is about as far on the ill side that I've that I've gone gone. I've I've done and I mean I've have been hired in Tennessee before or uh, Indiana before. You know, wow. just I've done yeah. some farther away gigs. Okay. I actually did one in Colorado one time. Very cool. Yeah. 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 Awesome. So if you're looking for a Christian DJ. Still fun. Yeah, music. you can have fun, can man. Jesus down. had, you know what? <laughs> just let me, not the same way. <laughs> let me say this. I, I think a lot of times people think like Jesus, you, re, you like it was just, you know, like I had the sourpuss look on his face and he was just mad all the time. Right. And you read, you know, like one of the fruits of the Holy Spirit is joy, right? Yeah. And yeah. so like, I, who's going to have more joy than Jesus? Probably nobody. Right. I mean, who's the most joyous person you can think of, right? They don't hold a candle to Jesus. So try looking at some of the things you read in scripture, like as him smiling or laughing as he's saying it, instead of just like so stern about it. So good. But I think like the fun and the joy that, 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 that can happen, you know, I mean, man, he, I think, I think that like when you're at a wedding or something like that, like that's what he wants to have. He wants it to be celebratory. I mean, his, his first miracle was at a wedding right? and he turned water to wine, wine. (laughs) you know, so that they could, Keep having fun. Keep having fun. Keep, yeah, yeah. Keep, keep the party going. I mean, it's just so I. I think it's it's. Um, That's a great point. Yeah. Great point. And yeah. I, and I think you know I, people know that you know they know that uh, that scripture they know that story you know a lot of people know that that story that right. that first miracle yes. I'll be I'll be honest like it took me visually seeing it like in the chosen oh yeah to grasp it yeah. you know what I mean to like really grasp they the importance of the significance that. of it and yeah. just you know I think visually seeing it and then yeah. and then you do get that visual that visual Jesus of the joyful happy they do he's a great job out, with that too fun, like, yeah kind of you know it just people think. Bible. Oh, it's so boring. Oh, yeah. it's so boring. Where do I start? It's just a book and it's so long, but yeah. man, it's so interesting. Well, unfortunately, there's a stereotype out there like for Christians that judgmental and uh, again holier than thou and that they're not going to be fun. Yeah. And so I was like, man, I can I can at least take care of the fun part, you know, yeah. like right yeah. off the bat and let them know, okay, you're going to have a good time. You, you might be surprised at at that. But I think we, as Christian business owners, we have to work a little bit harder because of that. To to because we do have to represent Christ in a in a world that's that's increasingly more and more hostile towards Him. Yeah. Um, but we don't do that in a way that's like 
um, condescending towards others. I mean, Jesus was like, you know, full of truth, but also grace, you know? And so we got to be loving to those people too. Well, let's be honest. There are people out there that are like, you know, that do act that way. You know, there are Christians out there that act like they're holier than thou. And that does put a bad taste in, you know, in people's mouths. And so it is, I mean, but there's, if you're truly being Holy Spirit led, if you're truly allowing God to use you, to work in that environment, to work in your in you and use you th- in your workplace, you're gonna have that balance, and you're gonna know because it's him and it's not you. And there's a way to do it. Yeah. Um. You just have to let him do, and yeah. you not do so much. <laughs> yeah. You know, you not be you so much because we're human. And I mean, you know, I think that's the other thing yeah. too is, you know, you and I, you know, all the Christians that we know, we're still human. Right. We're still gonna make mistakes. Oh, we're gonna slip I up. We're gonna all the time. right yeah. all the time. So, you know, it, it's important that people don't think that we think that we're so great and we're perfect because we're not. I it's, go to we, great we lengths. Yes. We strive to be better. It's trajectory, but, right? Yeah. It's going like, this is our, my life is, is, is on this path. It's, it's a trajectory towards Jesus, but man, I'm out, it's a journey for all of us. And I'm on the journey with maybe even them, you know, sometimes they don't even know where that they're on the journey. God's working at them or he's, 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 uh, you know, knocking on that door and they just haven't opened it yet, but you know, they're going to start that journey hopefully. And I, and maybe I'm a little bit further along, but man, it doesn't make it like, it's not a race, Yeah, yeah. (laughs) you know, it's like, we're all on the same, the same path and, um, we all need Jesus and nobody needs him more than me. Yeah. And I, I go to great lengths. Like when I preach, you know, that's my, like my, my real full-time, my full-time gig is, is at hope, but I, I DJ quite a lot. Um, and have for since 2005 is when Cornerstone Entertainment started. Wow. So, yeah. Okay. I was going to ask. Yeah. Established yeah. 05. Yeah. Do you have a, do you have any, any tips, any fun music tips, anything for people who are throwing their own party? Cause it's not big enough for a DJ that like, you know I what? <laughs> I, it's so funny you say that because I, we're, we're kind of in a, in a world right now where people are feel like, Oh, I can just hit play on the list. And like, yeah, you know, we don't need to hire a DJ. That's a huge mistake. And I've never seen that go well. I mean, maybe it has, maybe I'm sure it has somewhere, but, um, and this isn't just a biased take, yeah. um, but I, I, it's more than just playing the right songs. It's, and that's very difficult to do because I've had couples actually just that in itself. I've had couples say, Oh, here's a playlist of songs. I was like, listen, you don't want these songs played. Like you think you like them because you like them, but this is not the kind of music that you want to have. Like, yeah. because nobody else is going to, you know, and that's part of my job is I know what kind of moves people and goes. And so, you know, there's, there's a fine line between it's my wedding day. I want to hear what I like, which I get that, right. but really they want everybody to have a good time. And so, and maybe, and, you know, maybe that wedding couple is the couple that just, I don't care about anybody else, but, um, most wedding couples want to hear, you know, most bride and grooms want the, want everybody to have it, to enjoy themselves. So I, I think I would say, um, that's, a, that's a big part of it is, is you can't room. just, you can't just, um, yeah, read in the room. And then, um, we're also at a, at a time where like, you don't recognize how important the MC part of it is just moving things along and working with your photographer and your videographer and, um, which by the way, videographers and photographers, I mean, they charge considerably more, right. Than the DJ charges, but nobody remembers the pictures from the wedding. They remember if they had a good time or not. Yeah. And that's really, that's really the DJ's job. Yeah. So for sure, it's an important job. That's what everybody wants to do. They want to eat the food and then get on the dance floor and (laughs) dance and have a good time. That's right. Awesome. Well, Josh, I appreciate you so much. Appreciate yeah. you coming on here, sharing your story. Um, yeah, it's such, such a cool story. And gosh, just that leap of faith, you know, and, and how God moves. Like you, you didn't know how you were going to start it. it. You knew that you wasn't where you were supposed to be anymore. Um, yeah. You know, you, you transitioned 
into, you know, finding and walking in your Christian faith from, you know, during your old, you know, your old position and your old company, um, God said, put on your heart. I don't want you in these situations anymore. This isn't where I want you. You had to go tell this person, I'm not going to work here anymore. I'm your number one. And even, even him accepting it in the way that he did, you know, it was that such a God thing, you know, him, him accepting that and then, and helping you um, through it. And then the next day you get this call, um, you know, literally. Yeah. So just, I mean, just a great, great reminder for people listening that, you know, when, when God's really putting something on your heart, and it's usually not an easy thing. It's yeah. usually like nothing makes sense. I've always said this. I'm like, I know when it's God, when it makes zero sense on paper. Right. Like yes. that's when I know it's him. And then, you know, yeah. and that's, it, it, that's the hard part is then to go, but okay, yeah. I'm just gonna, I'm going to trust you. And I have no idea what's going to happen, but. He loves that. Yeah. Because we walk by faith, not yeah. by sight. Yeah. And, and, and when we're walking by faith, it's truly just trusting him. And I'm convinced that, that that's what he wants. So I would say, I would leave people with this final thought. I'd say. Don't pigeonhole your or, or segregate your faith from your. It's a part. It's an extension of who you are. And it's the most important part of you. In fact, I would say your faith is your cornerstone of your business. Whatever it is that you own or run or do, that's uh, it, first and foremost. You're you're a Christ follower, and so live and figure out what that looks like. How does that play itself out? And the, and the way we find that out is you have to be, you know, you you have to kind of. You have to be in a relationship with God regularly, hearing from Him. So you need to be. It's really important that you're in church and that you're. Um, you know, we are such a blessed in this area. There's so many great churches around yeah. here that preach the Word. Yeah. Um, be, you know, you got to get in the Word for yourself too and know God's Word. Um, that's really, really important. And so, as a business owner, that's the best thing that you can do is feed your relationship with God because everything else flows out of that. Yeah. So good. Yeah. So good. Thank you. Well, I mean, God's obviously continuing to bless you. Pray that he continues to to bless Cornerstone Entertainment and uh, just watch it keep growing. Yeah. Let me give you the yeah. website. It's uh, yeah. www.cornerstonedjs.com. Yep. Awesome. That's the one. Perfect. Thanks, All right. Noreen. Thanks, Josh. Thank you for listening to Faith in Business with Noreen. Make sure you subscribe so you don't miss the next episode. Until next time.